0: or fantasy presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code DNVR for all their great offers and promos right now. It's a wild one. NFL's back. Um, lots, lots going on at the office. I've actually got some Italy hoops right now going to overtime, so stressing a bit. Uh, my soccer team's playing. We just have infinite things going on no one's on set with me though i'm told kale will join shortly jk kale's right there he actually will be joining shortly and uh yeah i think it's one of those most important episodes of the fantasy season to kind of figure out how to fix up your teams lots going down lots of naji
1: dak owners we need to console and help out here because lots of it's not ups, all lots of ups and downs lots of overreactions uh can't wait to get into this with you dre yeah same here um let me get this tweet out
0: and we can kick it right off kill we are gonna digest a wild first week of the nfl season with uh Some rapid-fire reactions to every single
1: game. The point being, these need to be rapid-fire. Whole rapid-fire. So I'm going to throw you a game in order uh, as to how the games went down, and then we're going to give our rapid-fire takes. Love it. All right, so let's start with Thursday Night Football. Where are you at with Thursday Night Football? Buffalo against the Rams. Yeah, so my biggest takeaway
0: here is Buffalo's just never going to have a fantasy running back. I might be dropping James Cook in some leagues. Again, overreaction,
1: kind of rapid fire. Um, Do you have anything for us? Uh, Yeah, avoid (laughs) sell cam makers if you still can.
0: (laughs) And that's my biggest question coming into this week or coming out of that week or that game is outside of Cooper Cup,
1: what do you do with that Rams offense? Do you mess with them at all? I would avoid as of now until we see something good from Allen Robinson. I would not put him in your starting lineup. Uh, I got burned by that myself thinking that he was going to have a big game because he's finally with a quarterback and it looks like that's not going to be the case. He is still not getting much separation. I think he might just be old and washed. Yeah, These are overreactions, but I want to let you in on a secret. I kind of believe these overreactions. I kind of do too. And I
0: think the quarterback as well is going to give you some concerns.
1: He's kind of That elbow issue looks like his throwing motion does not mm-hmm. look quite normal to me.
0: Yeah, and when you don't have a reliable run game to go off of, that's not going to make life much
1: easier either. Um, So there you go. All right, next game, we've got New Orleans at Atlanta. Where are you feeling there? Mike Thomas is back. That's my biggest uh, takeaway overreaction, if you will, from that. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is or Sean Payton not being there. He's back. I actually am buying stock in all of their receivers. I think Jarvis Landry is very playable as well. Uh, I really like that vertical passing game. And Jameis, as much as he has a propensity to throw picks, he's always put up stats for fantasy. And I think that those receivers are going to put up numbers this year. So I I would buy into that as much as possible. The other thing is I am weary of Alvin Kamara. Now that we've had a little bit of a look into that, I think they're throwing more targets to wide receivers than they are running backs. And it's a different offense with Jameis under center.
0: Yeah. They also might be playing from behind quite a bit. Uh, My biggest question is,
1: is Mariota startable? Is he this year's Jalen hurts? I think he's startable for sure. He's got a high floor because of because of the ground game, obviously, and mm-hmm. we always talk about that with running backs. I don't think he's necessarily a high-ceiling quarterback, but he's might be in that Kirk Cousins-ish range where he's got a really high floor because of those rushing stats and he's still throwing, and somebody's got to put up points. Love it. All right, next game, San Francisco at Chicago, the slog fest in the downpour monsoon. Is there anything, anything we can take away from that game or is it just a monsoon mess that we should just forget and wipe from our memories? Could be a monsoon mess. If I'm a Kittle, Debo, or Iuke owner, I'm a
0: little worried and maybe just maybe rooting for Jimmy G to come to start sooner
1: rather than later. Does Trey Lance suck?
0: We'll find out. Again, it was a monsoon, but...
1: Yeah, but... Enough to make me weary as a fantasy owner. Yeah, I mean, he's completing... uh, If you take the entire breadth of his... Career now he's completing I think it fifty four percent of his passes. It's not. Great. I know it's great. I know it's really early. It might be only a hundred passes or so, but it is not great. I'd start to get worried if I were a Trey Lance fantasy manager. Yeah. Maybe maybe looking to trade, especially in a dynasty league. Well, and how
0: much of those fifty four percent is to wide open targets? Uh, my question is, what is the spares offense? David Montgomery's had some awesome uh, runs. Khalil Herbert had more. Justin Fields might be M S. Darnell Mooney. It's all a disaster. They, The entire Bears offense is the question here.
1: I think just where we were at with preseason, which is stay away, is where you need to be with this Bears offense. Like It's a stay away <laughs> because we don't know what's going on there. I, I don't know who's getting targets where. Nobody can get separation. Nobody is really starting out, even showing out even darnell mooney is has massive question marks i would just stay away even outside of the weather i know they got the dub but david montgomery is not that explosive of a back he's just gonna get targets targets and carries without doing anything with them i don't really see anything about this bears offense to be get excited about and uh on the other side of the ball i would be i'm on jimmy g watch yeah for sure all right, we've got Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Where are, you, uh, where are you going with this? Najee, big ouchie, not great. The foot injury is concerning. He did come out and say that he will be playing this week. So does that make you feel any better?
0: We'll see. I'm concerned. That guy
1: has a lot riding on his shoulders and did not need that injury. No, he did not. Uh, the other thing that really worries me is even though their quarterback is different, they're still running exclusively out of shotgun, which is never yeah, good for running great. backs. Not you were great. you were hoping that that was just a symptom of the Ben Roethlisberger offense and that if things were going to be different with mitchell trubisky at quarterback they were going to take more steps on under center allow that run game to really get open especially for a power blocking line that really struggled last year and continues to struggle looking like in week one i don't trust that offensive line i don't trust a run game that's operating out of shotgun if Najee's hurt it's bad news Plus, if they're not dumping off nearly as many passes to him this year because Mitchell Trubisky is actually throwing to wide receivers and he has an arm that is capable of going more than five yards downfield. I've got massive question marks about Najee Harris, and that is as someone who has him in three separate leagues. So, Yeah, that's why we were all in on Najee. We were all in on Najee. and that's why that's
0: the biggest takeaway.
1: Biggest takeaway. I'm feeling really concerned for myself in this moment. Yes. Yes. Um, right. On the other side of the football, anything from Cincinnati that stands out to you? Yeah, my biggest question is going to be: Is Hayden Hurst for real? And my biggest answer is going to be: Yes. Yeah, I think he was think sort of right. a real. He was a real fantasy target a couple years ago in Atlanta after he got that big contract. He's sort of not lived up to the hype of that contract, as most tight end contracts don't live up to the hype, but. He's gonna be catching a lot of passes this year, and in a tight end position that is nothing but massive question marks in the fantasy landscape right right now, outside of Travis Kelsey, I buy in. Yeah, I'm with you on that. New England at Miami, <sighs> reversing roles. Ooh, uh, I worst Miami worst fantasy offense in the league this year. Yeah. There's a cap
0: like as much as Jalen Waddle and Tyree kill and Chase Edmonds is it
1: um, are going to do some stuff. There's a cap on these. That's my biggest. Both takeaway. of these offenses and New England is just uh, a just an absolute mess. New England's um, a complete state. What's your biggest question with this game? Is Chase Edmonds a dude? I think so. And I like him in that outside zone blocking scheme. Uh, I like their line for that. I think they, he's playing really well, and I think he's going to catch a lot of dump-off passes on those RPOs. So, I don't know. If he gets five catches a game, it's pretty huge. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. All right. Baltimore at New York Jets. I'm starting to wonder if MVP Lamar is ever coming back. I'm not there yet. I want to see what he looks like. He's, this serviceable. Is a, he's serviceable, but it, 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 this is a contract year. Rashad Bateman put up some numbers. You like that. You like that. I think he, 12.9 is what he put up in half PPR. Yeah. Two receptions, so a
0: little low there, but 59 yards and a tad. Yeah,
1: so you like that. Um, but is MVP Lamar ever coming back? I don't think league winner Lamar is ever coming back. Yeah. If you had him that year, you won your league. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he was probably overdrafted again this year. Yeah, He's not getting it done on the ground in the same way he is. He's still a serviceable passer. So he I mean, is still real a life good quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, very good real-life quarterback. But, but he's fantasy-wise, I have him in a lot of dynasties, and I'm worried. Would be worried. Anything you're worried, is there uh, anything else that you have question marks about from either side of the ball?
0: It's always who's RB1 in Baltimore. Kenyon Drake getting 11
1: carries, so I'm not quite sure what to make of that. Justice Hill makes a return. I really am just waiting for J.K. Dobbins to come back. I think he's truly an RB1. (laughs) We'll see. They're one of those backfields, though. How do you? How are you feeling about the Jets? I know it was Joe Flacco at quarterback, but Brees Hall stonks down? Yeah, big down. That whole offense is just a
0: fire sale. I mean, now, Michael Carter was half decent. Michael he Carter was guy half decent. You, you watch, but you don't want to buy
1: anything from that offense. Okay. Even Elijah Moore, who was a late-season late season stud last year.
0: I don't think it's happening.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Next game, Jacksonville at Washington Commanders. What's your biggest takeaway? James Robinson forever. Forever and ever and ever. He's better than Travis Etienne. Yes. He's better than a lot of running backs in this league. And I don't know. We do this every year. I don't know what is the point of us doing this, but James Robinson is the back in Jacksonville. Plain and simple. It's that undrafted status that is still hanging around, but he's the back in there. Um, and then uh, and what he other questions? does
0: some stuff that you like in this game, but, I mean, it's it's the James
1: Robinson show. It's the James Robinson show.
0: Yeah. Curtis Samuel, very intrigued by this dual role that he might be carving out as long as Brian Robinson's out at running back and Jahan Dodson, both... Uh, You know, both guys I'm keeping an eye on.
1: Are they for real? We'll see. But that's my question for this game. Stonks are up. I'm buying Samuel more than I am Dotson, um, for sure. I like the look of that hybrid role that he's playing. And uh, if you can get a Debo light, get a Debo light. And maybe those Debo type players only have a limited shelf life. But you want
0: them while that shelf life is there.
1: Totally. All right. Next game, Cleveland at Carolina.
0: Oh, that Cleveland backfield, man. It's the
1: gift that keeps on giving. It's the only dual backfield that you can actually start. You start both of them. It's crazy. And it's going to be that way at least until Deshaun Watson gets back, whether we – whether you think he should be playing or not,
0: uh, he'll be back and he'll be, be back
1: and things are going to change. But until then, there's going to be a lot of quick game in that offense. There's going to be a lot of 12 personnel and there's going to be a lot of heavy sets. Both running backs are startable. I like both of them. The question is on the other side of the ball, is Christian McCaffrey back? That's the headline of
0: this show. Is he back? And I don't know it's early to say would have liked to see him involved in the passing game more
1: my answer is he never went anywhere christian mccaffrey when he plays has the highest points per game of any player in fantasy history for sure christian mccaffrey never went anywhere he just wasn't healthy so but the question is is he gonna be healthy this year this week we still he don't was know Not on those averages
0: he was not And I kind of need those
1: averages to be hitting. If all I'm going to get out of him is eight, ten weeks. Right now, it's looking like it's looking like those second round backs are actually where the value was in this draft so far. I'll list them off: Nick Chubb, obviously, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. You have James Robinson. James Robinson. Later than that, Javante Williams caught eleven passes. Yeah, Saquon will get to Saquon will get to, but Saquon was a second round guy. He looks back, back. And so, uh, those second round runners versus massive question marks about those first round guys. Najee Harris, big question mark. Derrick Henry, huge question marks. We'll get to him. McCaffrey. McCaffrey, big question marks. Jonathan Taylor started to look like he had some question marks, pulled it out, ended up with yeah, over I mean, 20. Huge game, but 31 carries. 31 carries. Let's so, get into that Colts game. Anyways, let's get, in, let's get into it. Indianapolis at Houston. What are we, where are we at? My biggest takeaway on this one, because in the end, the Colts guys all performed.
0: Uh, the big names, Matt Ryan, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Michael went Pittman off. had a
1: huge game. So my biggest takeaway is O.J. Howard. What? What? That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, I don't bank on that happening. Yeah. I mean, it's the, on two receptions. Yeah.
0: But that's a real like lineup buster. Yeah. That's um, a
1: tough week one, but I think it's an aberration. Fair enough. I like it. And then my biggest question mark would be,
0: is this Houston backfield going to get sorted out? Again, selfish question because I'm big invested in Damian Pierce, but Rex Burkhead is ticking me off. Don't like to see him leading the team in carries.
1: I think it's going to be Damian Pierce. Uh, I don't really know what was going on there, Um, but they cut Marlon Mack, so... You would think that it would get sorted out. Rex Burkhead's is like not good at football. So you would, think bad, they would, you would think they would give it to the more talented back and eventually. he's at best at receiving back. So that was all a little off, offsetting. I think it was a little weird. Yeah. But it's Houston. So things are going to be a little weird. Um, are you avoiding for now or are you still starting Damian Pierce?
0: I have to bench him until proven otherwise. They're already kind of a tough team to mess with.
1: They're a tough offense to want Mm -hmm. to start anybody other than Brandon Mm -hmm. Cooks from. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. Next game, we've got the New York Giants at the Tennessee Titans. There was an upset this week. Crazy, crazy crazy Crazy. game. Uh, What are your biggest takeaways? It's Saquon, 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 Saquon. He looks
0: as explosive
1: as he did pre-ACL. Yeah, I mean, this was rookie year Saquon.
0: That was really impressive. And he has a bright offensive mind. Colin plays for him. So don't underestimate that as kind of a reason to buy into uh, the Saquon return. Obviously, plenty of questions regarding Derrick Henry. Still gets 21 carries, 82 yards. I mean, it's not terrible. But um, the other question for me from this game might be Kyle Phillips. Who is that? i know who he is very talented rookie ride receiver and uh a guy you should be targeting on dynasties him and greg Dulcich really doing damage in the slot for ucla and
1: uh excuse, he's a name to know excuse the lazy comp but very hunter renfro ask week one very hunter renfro week one and i know it's a lazy comp because they're both white guys who play in the slot but they really do have similar games. And uh in a PPR league, he's just gonna be catching passes, catching passes, catching passes, and they don't have many other options there in Tennessee, especially until Robert Woods comes back. Yeah. So yep. I would I, I would buy in, especially uh especially if he might be still found on waivers or pretty cheap for a trade. For sure. All right. Next game we have Green Bay at Minnesota. Yeah. Where are we at? Biggest takeaway probably Romeo Dubs, AJ Dillon might be something here. This might not be a drill. I think Romeo Dubs is something, although. And is I mean that early is is that uh, I more wonder is if is Green Bay going to be a fantasy deadland this year without any true number one or number two. Going to be spreading passes around. If they are good, it's going to be because they spread the ball around. And is anybody going to really be fantasy relevant in that offense this year? I'm starting to have major question marks, even Aaron Rodgers. I think that backfield probably
0: still plenty of fantasy starts for both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You still
1: think they're both going to catch 50 passes? Uh-huh.
0: I think in deeper league leagues, Bobby Tunyon is a guy you'll be able to start, you know, eight weeks a year. Something like that. A serviceable kind of by committee tight end option for you.
1: If you were all in on any of these wide receivers, I would start to be worried though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how all in could you go on like Christian Watkins? I mean, there are a lot of people all in on Alan Lazard. I hate to say it. Well, that's true. I did forget about Alan Lazard. That's a a great point. That is a great point. I'd be concerned. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's actually a better question than what I had Going in, which was, could this be Cousins' top
1: eight fantasy quarterback season We were all in on Kirk Cousins preseason, and I think we're right. Well, and it's a new offense. There's more balance. The talent
0: on that offense have all, always been extraordinary. If they can kind of get out of that, like Justin Jefferson, following a mediocr- mediocrity, I think Justin might
1: Jefferson stuff. might just be a game breaker that changes an offense for, like, for good. I, I for think sure. for sure. I think he might be good enough just to where he shifts the weight on the field where Kirk Cousins is gonna be able to pick up easy stats. I mean, he might be going three hundred plus every week. He might throw for five thousand yards this year. I mean So yeah, I'm, I'd be I'm I'd be those cousins. So. I'm buying and if if nothing else, it's a ridiculously high floor. It's a ridiculously high floor that I'd be starting Cousins every week unless you have a Jalen Hurts or a Josh Allen or someone who you know is going to go 20-plus every week. I'd be starting Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right, next game. We've got Kansas City at Arizona. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> mean, what to make out of this blowout? Mostly that Mahomes and Kelsey are like the truth. There's no buyer beware on those guys.
1: There's no buyer beware unless if if Travis Kelsey's healthy, this is going to be a monster year for him, just like we thought. Um, I like Juju too. I was the anti-Juju guy in the preseason, and I think I'm wrong. Kind of feels like that'll work out.
0: Um, Biggest question to me is that backfield. Is Pacheco really the guy? Is Clyde edwards Hilaire like who in dynasties two years ago was the guy being highlighted by everyone. Um,
1: Clyde Edwards-O'Lear put up over uh, 20 fantasy points this week. Yeah,
0: the seven carries scare you, though. And, I mean, how much will they spread it out? Three receptions for two touchdowns. It works out. So, I mean, you might be able to sell
1: high. I'm a little worried about the Isaiah Pacheco. I think it'll be a little bit running back by committee, like any good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think Clyde is startable though. I think he's going to be catching passes. There you go. That's no, I mean, that's uh, it's, <laughs> that
0: reassures me in some of the dynasties where I have.
1: Yeah. I think I, is he ever going to be that guy that was that bona fide number one overall dynasty pick? No. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. is he a startable guy that's going to catch five or six passes on a good week? Yeah. On a good week. On a good week. Predicting those good weeks. Not always the easiest. Not always the easiest task, but (laughs) this worked out as a good week, though. It worked out as a good week. All right. Las Vegas Raiders at
0: LA Chargers. Uh, Devontae Adams, definitely that
1: dude. He's still that dude. Big time. Like, probably more than ever. And it seems like that college connection between him and Derek Carr Mm, is very real. And he's going to be Carr's bailout guy all year. Yes, Um, sir. Uh, that brings us to your other question.
0: Yeah, Renfro Waller, a little buyer beware. Owners scrambling a bit. I, I, you worry how much this offense is going towards Devonte Adams and what it'll mean for those two
1: guys. I'm a Darren Waller owner. Uh, I don't think that he is uh, gonna ever be the guy he was two seasons ago. That is unfortunate because we really thought he was maybe in that elite tier with the Kelseys and the Kittles and the mm, Mark that's where Andrews. Had to draft him, yeah. That's where you had to draft him, and I just don't think he's that guy this year. Um, but is that necessarily something that's going to ruin your league? Absolutely not. But depends how high you drafted him or depends how deep on the how is. deep the
0: league is. He <laughs> was your second rounder in like
1: a fourteen team or – might be panicking just this same. Might finish. be. I, I I took him in a 12-team leaguer. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, third. Yeah. See, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah. feel too great about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. And um, then we uh, we get to our primetime game. Okay, wait, real quick. How, do you, how are you feeling about Mike Williams? You feel like he's still startable? I've always
0: been a bit of a Mike Williams skeptic. He is that classic feast or famine, boom or bust, week by week guy.
1: Because he's so reliant on the big plays. Keenan Allen, very startable. Already questionable, though. Already questionable. He's
0: had a really good run of health, and now he's questionable again. (sighs) You know, not to get too crazy, but I might be considering a quick sell to then, you know...
1: Go in on Mike Williams. Maybe that's the play. Maybe that's the play. Okay, okay. And then finally, we get to our primetime games. The boys. The boys are in trouble. (laughs) So we've got Tampa Bay at Dallas. Uh, Dak going to be out at least a month, it seems like, with a broken hand that he requires surgery on. Um, As we saw from our boy Russell Wilson last year, this can be a season-changing injury here.
0: And this is several years for the Cowboys now of like, oh, shit, our season's on hold. And if I'm a CD, if I'm a Zeke owner,
1: it's kind of if I'm a Dalton Schultz guy, it's big, big trouble, man. Huge trouble for any Cowboys position players, uh, managers here. And I got to be honest, CD, even when Dak was healthy, didn't look like a true number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have worries that maybe that offense is never going to look like what we want it to. Um, Even when Dak comes back, he's going to be recovering. He's probably going to come back a little bit too early. CD didn't, wasn't getting separation when being shadowed from a number one corner, the way you really expect it to Tampa Bay's got two really good guys on the outside. I I'm worried if I am a Cowboys fantasy owner in general, What's your biggest question from this game?
0: Um, what happened with Tony Pollard? Like he was a massive factor last year and just terrible, terrible out and awful, awful out.
1: Uh, I think he was bad and I think they didn't want to go to him. Uh, it's concerning. a bad combo concerning. <laughs> concerning if you're a tony pollard yeah. manager <laughs> and we'll get into some more tampa stuff in the second part of the show where we talk yep. more waiver wires and then uh monday night football what are our biggest takeaways yeah broncos ever heard of them um my biggest takeaway might be seahawks related rashad penny's a beast He's going to be a beast all year. They're going to be feeding him. Um, they really found some at the end of last year with him. Yeah. And I think that's going to continue. And I think with Geno Smith at quarterback, they have to pound they the rock. Have to pa- they have to pound the rock. He's going to be a fantasy stud this year. Other side of that coin is I don't think Geno can support DK and Lockett. I just don't. Nope. It seems like DK's his guy. If I were a tie Lockett. Fantasy manager, I would be really worried right now. Um, it just seems like DK is going to be that guy. If any of them are going to get touches, it seems like a lot of that pass game is going to running backs and tight ends, though. Sort of by committee, really underneath. I think he had one pass that went further than five yards downfield. They're really relying on yards after the catch. I would be weary of this offense sustaining what it did in Week One, and especially in the first half. First half,
0: I mean, forget. Second half. Second half, they were horrible. Of what might be
1: coming, other than Rashad Penny, I'm weary of any of those guys. Uh, But if I were to go in on one of those wide receivers, I would be going on DK. Sure, good point. And then my biggest
0: question to close this out would be, what's going to happen with
1: these Denver wide receiver touches? It's weird because. Uh, when you look at the box score, you go, oh, that was a decent game for both receivers. Even though we know watching the The game, game, they were not not throwing uh -uh. towards them at all. Uh -uh. Um, I'd say I'd be, I'd feel better about them getting more touches moving forward. This offense is only going to gel more together. He's, I think it's an aberration that he threw so much to tight ends in the first half. We know historically Russ doesn't do that. And Javante. And Javante. I would actually. I'm all in on Javante as a pass catching yeah, back. Yeah, I can't
0: believe we were ever skeptical.
1: I'm all in on him as a pass catching back. PPR half PPR. What's hey, up, Maddie?
0: Maybe, or Maddie? Yep. Yeah, sorry. Um, um, I'm, by Italy's loss.
1: I'm all in on wide. I'm all in on Denver's position, guys. Uh, on Judy. On Judy, I'm all in on Javante, and I'm all in on Cortland, too. I think this is going to be a offense that can support all three. They put up 400 yards of offense. Yeah. Judy,
0: how funny it's going to be when he ends up being the best wide receiver of that class. I
1: mean, no. It's hard to Justin Jefferson. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about Justin Jefferson in that group. Of the big three that were in that mix for that top pick. But what's Um, so funny is, It used to be you used to talk about wide receivers popping in year three. We used to always talk about wide receivers popping in year three, and it was a more developmental position. And then here we are, year three of Judy. Nobody's talking about him popping because we've gotten so lucky with the Jamar Chases, the Justin Jeffersons, the CeeDee Lambs, the guys who have been popping a little bit earlier than that. Maybe we're just back to a classic third-year wide receiver pop. Judy's going to be the best receiver. He looks like the best receiver on the field on Friday. I mean on Monday by far. Still got those
0: drops, Um, but yeah, he's popping DraftKings Sportsbook. The number one sportsbook in all the land is popping right now. Uh, The NFL season just got started, and DraftKings is getting ready for more action on week two, more touchdowns, more big plays, and even bigger wins. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL this week. New customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. We want more action. Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings uh, early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Eagles and Titans backers really were bailed out by this In week one, it's an awesome promotion. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. The code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: Shall we get into waiver wires? We have to. It's really all that week one is about. Week one waiver wire claims are can win you your league. I spent an hour on waiver wire claims in like my eight leagues
0: last night. Wow. I'll I'll let you I'll 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 let let you take take it away then. I really want to hear your takes because I, I took a lot of time to build my waiver wire big board. And number one, my number one waiver wire claim maybe I'm a sucker is Jeff Wilson, running
1: back for the San Francisco 49ers. I mean it makes sense, right? He's yes. gonna be getting touches in a San Francisco offense because Elijah Mitchell got hurt. Like also, also that offense might just be Air Force's triple option with Trey Lance at quarterback. Exactly. And there's no one
0: really threatening behind him. They picked up Marlon Mack, which again in deeper leagues dynasties where like you literally can't pick up a uh, a running back, that's one, you know, you might stash away you on the down low. Away.
1: Um but I, I I would put him number 1 as well um, okay, good. just because good. I I mean Shanahan's running game has historically supported two fantasy relevant running backs it always has
0: It's just you don't want to draft one because you never know who he's going to pick but if he's cornered into a decision like it appears he is
1: with Jeff Wilson I'm riding that you might as well We were raised on the Shanahan offense We were raised on the Shanahan they they it's It spat out 1,000-yard rushers like they were nothing. Yeah, give me Mike Anderson and Landis
0: Gary. If Jeff Wilson can be
1: anything close to that, I'm all in. All in. Uh, i love your number two because he is still available in a lot of leagues. Julio Jones. Over 50% of ESPN leagues. He's still available. Why just... Go, pick him
0: up. It's, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. We are not sponsored by Nike, but you do need to go pick up Julio Jones. You need to Jones. go pick up Julio Jones. Surprise, surprise. Brady loves himself a veteran wide receiver. We kind of saw this with um, with Peyton, right, at the Broncos. Like, you're a veteran wide out. You get it. You're going to know how to get open for uh, your veteran quarterback. Chris Godwin gets hurt.
1: If Julio's available in your league, pick him up pick him up it's It's gonna be fun this we already talked about curtis samuel uh love that hybrid role you want to have him when they're being used that way um and then we already talked about hayden hurst too i mean these guys should be no brainers no brainers you should be putting in waiver claims on these guys if they're available they're not available in my leagues because i run in deeper smarter leagues usually but yeah hayden hurst as soon as we went
0: to wai- waivers in one of my dynasties, and you know he was, he was available from the end of last season, I put like a $100 bid on him, $1,000 $1, budget for the whole season. He yeah. still didn't go my way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Before the season. So that's how I'd prioritize him. Jeff Wilson, in like a $100 budget for your waiver bids, how much of that budget are you all- allotting to that? 75 bucks. Wow. Okay. I'm afraid I'll lose him. I went 45. I try to, you know, spread myself out a little bit, but
1: for a Jeff Wilson, though,
0: I know it's always hard. It's hard knowing the guys you need to go all in on. Yep. I'll know
1: it in three weeks I'll be like, oh, shit.
0: Julio's yeah. a top 10 wide receiver, or Jeff Wilson's a top 10 running back. Hayden Hurst is a top 10 tight end. Yeah, You'll be kicking yourself for not prioritizing one of those
1: guys. And then there's uh let's get into the back half of your list here. Yeah, uh, I think
0: there's a bit of a tear drop off, but still some guys to still
1: some does. guys. Devin Duvernay, Tyler Higby, DJ Chark. Um, of those guys, I like DJ Chark the best. I you I'm do. kind of in on that Lions offense. It's gonna put up yards, and it's a lot of empty calories. They'll be playing from behind a ton. I mean, they're gonna be playing, but from behind a ton. And Amon Ross, Saint Brown, there is a absolute. I don't know, uh, cognitive dissonance happening where people aren't buying him as a top 10 wide receiver when he has been for like 10 straight weeks now. Eventually,
0: on day three, man,
1: eventually defenses are going to adjust to that and someone's going to have to Mm, get the ball. And so I like DJ Chark down the back half of the season. I'm actually probably going to start him over Cortland Sutton and Juju Smith Schuster in one league there you go yeah uh daryl henderson looks like he's gonna get the lion's share of the carries yeah Tyler... you said
0: sell cam acres buy daryl henderson real cheap if you still can yep
1: um Khalil herbert i guess i again i'm avoiding that chicago um and Zay jones i guess again i'm avoiding that bad offense just in general although in buying yeah. christian kirkstock From the slot, which looks like they're going to operate him, looks like he's just going to catch a ton of passes. They might just be the one-two punch, though, say, Jones and um, Kirk. Yep. So, I
0: mean, again, that's an empty-calorie offense. Lots of garbage time yards to be thrown up as they're behind by three touchdowns in the fourth.
1: Yep. We've got a couple of questions coming in here. Yeah, Um, hit hit me up. So we've got, what should I do with CeeDee Lamb? I would trade him in Dynasty if you can. Um, If not, uh, it's such a low moment to sell um, in a regular league. There are some
0: nice trade calculators you can use to kind of try and propose trades and not sink all your value, but also feel like you
1: are... Here's yeah. what I do with CD. I do CD, I package CD in a 2 for 1 that can get you an elite player.
0: Yeah, I try to still get that
1: name. If you find a guy who's running back needy, package him with uh package him with the back half of the first round guy who's low right now like an Alvin Kamara and try and go out and get an elite player. I would do that, it's not but that's a bad suggestion. It's I I would do that. I don't know. It's going to be hard to trade him right now. And then um Justin H coming in with should I trade trade Hawkinson and Darnell Mooney for Hunter Henry and Mike Williams? My backup tight end is Knox. Oh. I would. Hawkinson
0: and Darnell Hawkinson Moody. and
1: Mooney for Hunter Henry and Mike Williams? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. With your backup tight end is Knox? Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. That's enough of an upgrade at wide receiver with you've got a backup like that, that I would do That's that. That's a
0: solid trade for sure.
1: That's a solid trade. Also look into keeptradecut.com.
0: It's a nice trade calculator, kind of helps everyone get on the same page and you be like, look, you might hate this trade, but I'm not trying to screw you. Gets everyone,
1: you know, it's like having stocks. Yeah. Um. And then uh, do we, shall we get into some streaming defenses real quick? Yeah, let's do it. This is your time to shine. Best streaming defense of the week, Bengals at Cowboys, baby. Cowboys starting Cooper Rush. Bengals' defense is still available in a lot of leagues. Love this. Go for it. Uh, The other defense I really like this week is the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Um, I hate the Raiders in general, but the Cardinals' offense looks like they have no idea what they're doing right now.
0: Interesting. And the Raiders' D was decent.
1: It was decent. I like that pass rush so yep um yep. no doubt chandler jones is a huge addition for him. those are the ones that are probably going to be available so for streaming purposes um some good starts this week broncos defense is a great defense to start still at still available in some leagues still available in some leagues uh rams offense against the falcons it's a great one to start this week um looking for some turnovers there hopefully yeah how about the seahawks taking on the niners a little sneaky Lil Sneaky, if you have nobody else to start and they're available. It's not the worst play. It's not the worst play. Not the worst play. And then I can't believe I'm doing this again because they're going to burn me. But the commanders at the Lions, I just like that defensive line. And I I, know I'm. Buyer beware because the Lions put up 35 last week in garbage time. But would you, if you've got nobody else to start. Commanders are going to be available.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any last second questions? Is Anthony, did we get to Oh, his? Anthony
1: just got offered Devontae Adams for Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt. Whoa. Whoa.
0: In a harpy. Yeah. I love Devontae Adams. I'd have to know what your wide receivers are, but I think, and your running backs, but I think being able to get Dalvin and Kareem Hunt, um, it's not a terrible play. I think you should be able to kind of mix and match and make it happen at wide receiver, and that dominance that that potentially gives you at running back would be extremely intriguing.
1: Mike Evans and Mike Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're deep enough to make that trade. Dalvin Cook. We've already got Saquon and Dobbins. Yeah. You're. Setting up good if you make that trade, I think. Because I think Dalvin Cook and Saquon and Kareem Hunt in a flex, it's about as dominant at running back as you're going to get.
0: I mean, it really comes down to is, well, we don't know who your RB2 is necessarily. But, um, yeah, I think Kareem Hunt is a bigger upgrade in the slot than Mike Williams. Especially with the up potential upgrade you have at RB2. We have one last question
1: before we gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Coming in from Silas. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Okay, I have CD as my starting wide receiver alongside Mike Evans, AJ Brown and Flex. I have AJ Dillon on the bench. Should I replace CD with Dylan? Well, you would have to move AJ Brown into your wide receiver and then put Dylan in your Flex, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that's what they're getting at. But um, yeah, I would do that um well, i would the
0: early returns against the bears defense might not be great but i think long term that probably is what you're trending towards
1: yeah um and CD's gonna be like i said i just wouldn't start cd i wouldn't start cd so aj dylan is gonna catch enough passes i think packers have a bounce back week uh bears defense don't feel great about it um yeah perfect well, I think that's going to be it for a loaded
0: week one. This was really fun. I actually think we'll maybe continue this format for a few more episodes. Love that format. In the September. Well, September still so hard to decipher what's real, what's not real in the NFL season. He is international superstar and star producer, Kale. He can do two jobs at once while no one else can do half as good a job at either job he just performed. We are out. Keep hitting us with those questions. Have a great week, too, of the NFL season. We out.